welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl Laborly, aka Cat Lee. And you have now tuned in to Ambitiously the Podcast. Yes, 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 yes. So today, 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 we're gonna get back into our saga of exposing these piece of crap dudes but today is wet and white wednesday and we are very much wired today because we gotta talk about some things honey we gotta talk about some things asap and um yeah i think we need to get into it like it's crazy out here right now i don't know what's going on and like every day more and more people are being exposed um which is incredible to me but let me address some people in the building that show me love all the time. And so I'm going to show, always show them love. Um, and I got to do it. Yeah, to get, oh, I like I like that when Doc, hold on. But I got to do it in the order in which it came. So um, Rock said, yo, as usual, as, per usual. Doc said, yo, yo, per usual. Hi, honey. We had a great show yesterday. It was fun. Um, and Doc said, today is Crap Guy Awards. Yes, it is. I think that's what we should name it. And the reason why I think that that's, we should keep that name right there that you just put on, well, other way, the right there that you just put on the screen. I'm about to fix that right now because it is annoying me that I'm not on the um, proper side of the screen when I point to it. Hold on, I can fix that real quick, though. Um, Hold on. I'm going to fix it. Hold on. All right, let me see if I can. Yeah, okay, let's see. Now, okay, right there on the screen. Got it, yeah. So right there on the screen. Yeah, I had to fix it, baby. It was it was crazy. I had to fix it real quick. Because every time I point, I find myself pointing this way when it's like not over it on my left, but whatever. So yeah, I think that we should definitely keep that title. Um, whenever we have to talk about these types of cases, because, and that's the crazy part. I thought about it, right? Let me get, before I get into all of that, because I've really been sitting in here pondering, I mean, pondering over the latest headlines and what's going on. And so let me just say this. So today is Wet and Wyatt Wednesday, like I said, but it's a few things I forgot to say. Like, you can join the conversation. The phone line is open and available if you would like to call in or send a text. If you send a text, I'll read it out loud live on air. Um, <laughs> if you call in, just know that you'll be live on air. And you can also ask me to drop the link, but I told I keep telling y'all every time we do this show, as long as you're on your best behavior, then you will be patched in. But if you are not on your best behavior, then I'm going to lay your ass out because that's what I do. Sorry. I don't feel like ass is a cuss word, by the way, but whatever. Yeah, you're going to catch all this work, honey. Um, <laughs> remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every subscription. They're greatly appreciated. And if you decide that you would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, make sure that you hit the notification bell um, so that you are privy to when we are going live or if we drop any other new content, um, more content on the way, actually. Uh, I'm getting my life together. I told y'all I had to get the tech game together. 
um, in the studio. Um, got a new mic, gearing up for my new, um, well, gearing up for this next interview we got coming up. Got my camera, two cameras now, camera game back popping. My Mac is back, back working. Um, everything is everything. So I'm happy about it. I'm not mad. I got my Mac back, y'all. I'm happy about that. You know how many months I've been going without my MacBook. Um, but whatever. Okay. So we're getting it together. We just gearing up for the things that we want to do so far. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh don't be a donkey equals ass. You know, feel like that's a cuss word because a donkey is an ass. I'm just saying, Doc, um, yeah, get my intro off. Yeah, I had to. I had to get my intro off because, you know, I can't get started with this shenanigans and not say all of that stuff. Yeah, but an ass is a donkey and a donkey is an ass. So I don't feel like that's a cuss word. And if they get me for that, then I don't know. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm over worrying about whether I'm not, I'm going to get monetized on YouTube because it may never happen because of the type of things that I talk about. Um, so I have to find other ways to make money with this thing I got going here. And so it is what it is. But anyway, so let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about L.A. Reed, And I think I, I'm trying to get to the Jimmy Iovine case as well. But um, I don't know if we're going to have enough time. And if not, because I want to be um, thorough about all of these people that I um, get into. Um, oh, oh, my gosh. I don't know. I just sprayed some buck spray in here. And I swear to goodness. um. It doesn't matter. Like these little gnats, I think they're fruit flies, though, honestly. Um, because uh, I eat a lot of fruit. We eat a lot of fruit in this house. We're big on, hold on, I'm trying to get something here just to make sure um, um, where I need to be. So, um, but we eat a lot of fruit in my household. So, sometimes certain fruits populate certain people. Okay. So we'll tap into the Jimmy situation as well. Um, I'm just, I just wanted to make sure I was right where I needed to be before I get into it. But um, we'll talk about that a little bit too. So let's get to this L.A. Reid situation, which is crazy. And nothing seems to surprise me these days. Um, and it's just one that and it keep, and like, I'm going to show you the, um, spray that we like to use because it's, um, safe, um, for use around people and pets. And I do have a beautifully, beautiful Jack Russell ter Terrier that I love very much. She gets into things. And so we, I've been using this, right? I think I need something a little bit stronger than this because this is not working for me. Um, but that's okay. I got, well, I, I think I killed one, maybe one. It was like two that's been flying around here, but whatever. Um, the banana, <laughs> the bananas. Yeah, we, man, we don't play about our fruit game around this world. But let's see, we got some love before I get into this case. Um, let's get into it. Hey, Mo, what up, boops? Um, and big shout out to anybody watching from Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. I appreciate all of the views. I appreciate you. 
So let's get to this Ellery situation. Now, what I was about to say before I was so rudely interrupted by the gnat was um, nothing surprises me when it comes to the music industry, when it comes to Hollywood, when it comes to any of the situation. Check all spots, um, but zero us good with the pet. Um, but yeah, I, I think I gotta get something. I need, I might gotta get raid, and I hate the way that smells, but whatever. Um, it's just driving me crazy. Um, oh, hey, sweetheart, just tuning in. Oh, I appreciate the tune in, Mo. I appreciate you, Mo. <laughs> um, but anyway, so nothing surprises me when it comes to these industries. And I know that everybody tries to separate all of them. Like, you know, people say, oh, well, then Hollywood has its Me Too movement. And then other people will say, um, now the music industry is having this Me Too movement. I don't think it's separated. I think it all, like I told you, I keep telling y'all, I think it all ties in together. And the reason why I think this is because they all, Keep it G, a man with money. It's how, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into that in a minute. But it's all intertwined together. Like it goes together. It's not one. No, I told y'all the celebrities are celebrities. They hang with each other. And the higher uppers, they hang with each other too. And then sometimes they come down and hang with the celebrities. And a lot of freaky, freaky stuff is going on between all of them. You got, um... You heard Aaron Hall. He already said it. How do these dudes know what his phallus looks like? And how? why are they all in the room together on this great venture? It's crazy. So, well, it's not a great venture, but to them, it's a great adventure. So, uh, it's sick to everybody else. But it all ties together. I don't think one is separated from the other. I think the Me Too movement is... It rolls all the way into one. So let's get to this L.A. Reid situation. So the case is Drew Dixon versus um, Antonio Marquise L.A. Reid, right? So we're going to start with the introduction, which is um, number one. Drew Dixon, Drew Dixon is a music producer, entrepreneur, and former general, general manager for um, John Legend's record label, former former Grammy um, voter, former C senior A&R executive, and I don't know what's going on down here. Okay. Um, former A&R executive and an, advisor, um, and an advisory board member of New York University um, University's Clive Davis Institute of Record, um, Recorded Music. Over the course of her store, um, story, yet... Um, interrupted career. Ms. Dixon um, facilitated the recordings, um, the recording of iconic songs such as American Boy by Estelle. I love that song. I'll tell you about Estelle. Just keep in, keep in mind that I got to come back to Estelle. Um, featuring Kanye West, My Love is Your Love with Whitney Houston, Mar um, Maria Maria with Carlos Santana. I also love Santana very much. Up with my wall. Hi, honey. Um... <laughs> Carlo, um, but Maria Maria with Carlos Santana, a rose, a rose is still a rose with Aretha Franklin featuring Lauren Hill. I'll be there for you, 
You're All I Need, Method Man and Mary J. Blige, and many, many more. This girl done did every song. Like, did you just hear the list of songs that she just that she's a part of? And every one of them songs I love is crazy. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, Miss Dixon's career was derailed when not one, but two of her supervisors assaulted her. I keep certain words out, and it's hard to keep the assault word out because that's what happened to her, but they assaulted her. After the first assault, Mrs. Dixon showed resilience and used her um, tenacity um, and talent to secure other positions at Arista. Um, There, Antonio Reed, aware of the first assault at the hands of Gessel, Gessel at the hands of Russell Simmons. But see, he can't, they, he out of the country. He left. He's not going to be back here. So whatever. But at the hands of Russell Simmons. Um, so they're saying that Ali Reed harassed Miss Dixon and refused to allow her to succeed unless she, um, You know, bowed down and submitted to his demands uh, to be alone and in close proximity to her, where he would create the opportunity to assault her on two separate occasions. When Mr. Reed committed these assaults, he did not use a, uh, any kind of weapon because I got to watch my mouth on him. He didn't use a weapon. Um it was just unnecessary because he held a full he held full control over Mrs. Dixon's career and livelihood and he held it in his hands. Despite her well-recognized ability, her path to success, and in in an industry where women were expected to yield, I'm gonna get to that in a second. Hold these thoughts for me. Um, would vanish if she did not remain compliant and silent. The proof. Anytime she rebuffed him, some of the world's most renowned talent paid the price of career stalls. So let me tell you this. Just just from my little time working in the music industry, um, I will say that it's always a catch-22 for a woman to work in the music industry. It's like we're good at our jobs. We do what we got to do. We'll hold it down and all of that good stuff. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, I is that was important. Um, but anyway, so it's always a catch twenty two for women in the music industry. It is. Because it's like, all right, you want us to come do the work, but you also want to be able to take advantage of our our feminine wiles. You feel me? You always want to, you want, we can't be cute. I feel like if you do work in the music industry, you should never come to work cute. You should just, because it's not your fault that you're cute. You're just naturally cute by nature. But it's like, unfortunately, the only way you can come to work is if you look bummy, so that way nobody be distract you from doing your job. Not that what they're doing is warranted. It's just we don't need these distractions. We're trying to create icons. And it's always somebody there that is trying to get in the way of... I'm sorry, y'all. It's the net. 
I'm trying to get in the way of what you got going on. I'm going to get that sucker. Um, so I, 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 I cannot disagree with what she, what they're saying in this case, because it is, it's hard being a woman and being a woman in an industry, but let me get to some of these comments real quick. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like ignore anything. So doc says celebrities understand the secrets they keep just like family gangs or the government. Oh, we'll never understand what secrets the government keeps. Um, as quiet as cap. Yeah, it's different though. Like, I'll get to that. Like Jay-Z said, um, Doc said, like Jay-Z said, it's a secret society. All we ask is trust, Illuminati, maybe. I, and somebody just asked me about this Illuminati stuff. And I'm going to be honest with you. I got my theories on that too. Um, Russell Simmons out here. Doc said, Russell Simmons out here. I'm out of here. He in Bali. I think he don't have, um, actually, they don't have, they don't. That's why he went there. See, that's the thing I will give Russell Simmons is he's a smart, smart man. See, he figured out where he could go, where the United States couldn't go over there and be like, oh, well, you need to send him back or we're going to break. You know what I mean? Even though I don't think that they can enough to, you know, do all of that. But if they perhaps did in Bali, they don't have the extradition law. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Doc said, get that um that sucker jive turkey. Yeah, man, he jive ass turkey. All right, so let me ask. <laughs> but it's always been a catch-22 for a woman in the music industry. You will get harassed. Um, you things will be said to you. It might not always be the higher-ups, it might even just be the artist, but trust me, it's gonna happen. Um, and especially if you're cute. And I've seen this um Dixon lady, and she's not she's a she's a looker. And considering the type of women that Russell Simmons likes and the type of women that we've seen that LA, well, the type of woman and the type of woman that both Russell Simmons and uh, LA Reed like Pebbles, um, Kimora, she fits that mold. She's like, and she fits the mold, right? Um, so, yeah. And then it's unfortunate for the artist because if I don't comply to his demands, then that means no matter how dope you are, no no matter how awesome you are as an artist, because I'm not going to let him do what he wants to do to me, now your your career is on on hold. You know what I'm saying? But let's get back into this. Um, So the um, litigation is not only about the horrific physical assault, Mrs. Dixon, Miss Dixon, had to endure, but it's it is also about the um irreparable damage done to the rare and blossoming career of an extraordinary talent described by one of the industry's insiders as the female Rick Rubin. I see that I just read y'all off the list of songs that she that was just a short list of songs that she's she has something to do with. Um and as an A&R, those are the type of things you should need to, you know what I mean, you need to be involved in. So, yeah. Um, so they say she was like the female Rick Rubin. Um, this litigation is about a permanent disruption of Ms. Dixon's previous um, meteoric, oh, man, trajectory, this, um, decades of lost earning power, the Miss. Um, producer points on Kanye West and John Legend, um, and John Legend, and countless 
um, other professional opportunities and suffocated um, and they suffocated um, her momentum, all of which cost her millions of dollars. Moreover, the world has missed out on an on a, on the talent undeveloped artists that Ms. Dixon attempted to promote while trying to avoid Reed's abuse. So the parties involved in this situation are Drew Dixon, um, Drew Dixon, that's the plaintiff. Um, her domicile is in Brooklyn, New York. See, all of this is tied in New York at the end of the day. Um, the defendant is Antonio Marquise L.A. Reed. Um, whose domicile is in L- um, L.A., California. Uh-uh-uh. I don't think you, you went far enough, Reed. They got you. Uh, they, 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 they served you with these papers. He, um, he want get your best work and support. Listen, he want my best work, all right? Um, talk about women working with artists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they want your work, all right? It's, it's, it's not just these... As you can see, it's not just the higher ups. It's the people who you're supposed to be doing the work for, too. Aaron Hall is not a higher up. But you see, he's involved in the Diddy, uh, in the third case with Diddy now. It's it's sickening in this industry sometimes. But anyway, so let's get into it. Um, the amount in controversy, um, the the amount in con- um controversy and the actions. Uh, action exceeds the sum of the value of $75,000, excluding interest and cost, and is between citizens of different states, according to subject matter jurisdiction um, is proper under... I'm not going to do the section numbers, but listen, 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 listen. So let's, let's... Move it, move it along, move it along, because this is just basically talking about the, um, you know, the court. Why this act? So I read this real quick. The action has been timely filed under New York's recently passed Adult Survivors Act. So that's what that's talking about. I don't want y'all to think I'm just skipping over, it, skipping over it. Um, which beginning on November twenty, um, November twenty four, twenty twenty two. Hold that. Um, created a one-year look-back window for survivors of assault that occurred when they were um, over the age of 18, allowing them to sue their abusers regardless of when the abuse occurred. So when everybody keeps talking about... Um, hold on. Oh, Cassie got the big bag before everyone else. Well, I don't think... See, this is the thing with Drew. I don't think... Because remember, I told you, um, hi, Aunt Sandy, baby, I see you. Um, So big shout out to Mo and Sandy, my Aunt Sandy in the building. Listen, I don't really think... See, I think everybody keeps getting this misconstrued. I think this is deeper than the bag. I think this is years and years and years of torment that women, I just told you what happens to ladies in the industry from personal experience. So I think with Drew, this is deeper than a bag because see, she can make money. She, I just told you what she did. I just told you who she was and how monumental she's been to the music industry. I think it's way deeper than money. 
that's why, because I'm, I'm glad you, you, you said that, Doc. Um, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to come back to that that statement. Hold on. What is going on here? Um, I wanted to come back to that statement. And so I'm glad you um, said that. I'm curious. And I'm going to talk about the males too. I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Something non-related to this. But I think it's deeper because she only wants $75,000. It's not what she can't get. I mean, what Cassie got, what L.A. Reed has, has nothing to do with what Diddy has. You know what I'm saying? The purse is not how much it, the, it is in the purse. That doesn't make a difference. I think they're doing this to prove a point. $75,000 when you're an A&R and you've done all these monumental things is nothing. I really, really think it's about proving a point, which is, all right, y'all mess with us for years. And then New York, you know, put these statues, you know, they gave them a year, one year. They only gave them one year to address this issue. So you better get in where you can get in. You got to hurry up and get your case in. And she probably was like, it's not about the money for me. It's really not. Um, So I'm curious if, any males was questioned about a case. I think that men are too embarrassed to talk about these things. See, it's it's a little, I'm going to say it's easier because it's very hard as a, um, a victim of assault. It's very hard to talk about it, but at some point in time, you come to like, fuck, I got to talk about it. And I got to talk about it to somebody. And in this particular situation, um, Dang, we need that here. I mean, I wouldn't sue because that Negro ain't got no money. But if you give me a window and I know that this motherfucker got money, excuse me, I'm cussing already, but I know that this person has money and I can't take them down criminal because they won't. The, this, this statute is not a criminal thing. It's about suing the person who assaulted you. And I think that's the thing that everybody gets misconstrued because it's like well why didn't get because they can't it's only a civil suit it's not okay good i can curse but this is only a civil suit this is not a criminal suit this is a civil like under this statute this is a civil suit it's not a criminal suit so if i can come out and tell all the horrible things you did to me yeah i can get a little bread off of it why not why shouldn't i get bread off of it but I can also expose you for the freaking monster that you are. Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? All right, so Lizzo could be caught by another lady too or or any other woman. Listen, Lizzo got her, her hands full. Her dancers are saying all kinds of stuff about her, um, but it ain't got nothing to do with New York because that happened currently, so she don't have to worry about um They, they don't have to worry about the statutes. That was for anything that happened prior to now. So it doesn't like whatever happened in the last year or two, that's civil. And if it is proven that, you know, like if they can prove it could be criminal right now. But these cases are anything that happened um, before a certain time. Um, 
this is not anything that is current now. So Lizzo wouldn't even fall under this category. So, but this, when she's saying, I'm going to get into it, just bear with me. Um, but Lizzo wouldn't fit, fit into that statue. And it's done now because they had to file before Thanksgiving. They only had one year. And so whoever get it in, why you can get it in. Um, so anyway, um, okay. So the actions described here in um, constitute offenses, um, sexual, nah, now I can say what I want. So um, constitute sexual offenses by L.A. Reid under the New York Penal Law, um, Article 130, and where com um, were committed against Miss Dixon when she was over the age of 18 years, for which she suffered physical, psychological, and other significant injuries as a result. And that's the thing that a lot of y'all don't talk about either. Like, these things do a lot of things. Like, don't, it ain't just the pussy. It's beyond that. It's, you, you gotta, like, you have to have been a victim of assault to know what it feels like and how you feel after somebody takes something from you that you didn't want to give them. It's not always a money grab, y'all. Sometimes it's really like, all right, bitch, I can get you back. You feel mentally, that shit fucks you up. I promise you. Yeah. Post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yes. 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 And if I can get you back, bitch, in some kind of way, without me going to prison, without me, you know, losing all of my, you know, all the things that I work hard for, and it come up that I can come sue you for the shit that you did to me many, many years ago, Bitch, you getting sued. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have no fucking... Fuck, fuck that. I don't have no fucking sympathy for these motherfucking dirty-ass niggas. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just... I'm sorry. Um, the events giving rise to these causes of actions occurred in the Southern District of New York, where Reed sexually assaulted Miss Dixon. Thus, um... Venue, um, venue in the district is proper. Okay, so that's just to let you know she qualifies. Man, fuck that. I'm going to get my lick back. Like, fuck that. If I can, I'm going to get my lick back because it's like, you don't know what you took from me. You took my dignity. You took... What if if even if she wasn't completely, completely happy, what she you took part of her happiness from her. She got to think about that all the time. Like, this bitch did that shit to me. You lucky he didn't get stabbed. And then that would have been her fault if she would have pulled a knife on his ass and stabbed him. Now, this the best way to get his ass back. Um, anyway, so let's get to factual allegations. Yeah, this is the best way she could get his ass back. And I think we're going to have to come back. We're not going to get to Jimmy tonight because this is a lot of shit. So Dixon and her youngest um, child... Um, I mean, Dixon, the youngest child of Sharon Pratt and Arrington Dixon, had an impressive um, ear at an early age as a young child growing up in Washington, D.C. So she's from D.C. Um, she studied violin and piano. She loved listening to her great-grandmother, Hazel Pratt, playing piano. Miss Pratt would flow easily from gospel to show tunes on the piano, and Dixon would be in... Um, in, in lie in her bed and soak up every note from um the baby grand. Oh, they had a baby grand. That's so cute. Um, so you know, um 
as a teenager, um, she had an affinity for recording music. Um, and yeah, so she, she was very musically inclined at an early age, right? Um, let's see. She, you know, she was a fixed, you know, this is lawyer talk. This is, they got to make a case before. And I'm not going, yeah, murder ain't nigga. Um, and now that I'm older and, you know, I, I had to move past, I ain't moved past it, but now that I had to move past whatever, I think about that all the time. How would I react now versus how I reacted then? Back then I was too scared, but now nigga getting stabbed, he tried to play with me. Sorry. I got Betty and Boo. And we just, we just named my mace Papa. So don't play with me. Um, and then there's some other, but I ain't going to talk about them. All right. So let's see. All right. So she went to Stanford. She graduated because I'm trying to move past. I'm trying to get to the, the in, ins and outs. So after Stanford, Dixon worked in an internship at Jive Records and then an internship at Warner Brothers Records and later as a receptionist at Empire Artist Management. She landed her first job as a junior executive at Zomba Music Publishing in New York City where she signed the legendary rapper, my boo, Chip T. Um, well, all right, the legendary rapper Nas and hip-hop re- um, producer Eric Sermon to publishing deals. Um, so, you know, like I said, she has a long legacy. Now, listen to this. In the capacity, Miss Dixon met Mr. Reed for the first time in 1993 when she attended the mastering session for the debut album from a band and production team, she had um, heard a, a sampler tape and uh, to, hoped to sign. The band was outcast. It was outcast. Um, and, and organized noise. So let alone already positioning herself to secure a deal before she was able to pursue her interest in publishing a publishing deal for organized noise, Ms. Dixon offered was offered a job at Def Jam. That's where Russell Simmons comes in, um, as a director of AR, and she leaped at the chance. Um, while at Def Jam, Ms. Dixon worked with prominent artists like Martel Jordan and Method Man. Miss Dixon was um, inspired by the acapella interlude that she heard while typing um, typing the credits for Method Man's debut album that she urged her boss, Russell Simmons, to um, let her explore an idea to transfer the acapella vocal into a duet with Mary J. Vo- Mary J. Blige. Miss Dixon oversaw every aspect of recording that song and um, became... Um, I'll be there for you and you all I need. Um, she started convincing Puffy to, um, to secure Mary J's vocals. And then she coordinated Puff Daddy's production of the song, um, the song along with the Razor Sharp remix by legendary Wu-Tang Clan producer RZA. Booking the studios and the equipment for the sessions and hand delivering the rails and um, each day to the booth, um, to both Puffy and Hitmaker Studio, where he was working on a track with, um, and, okay, where he was working on a track, and Chung King Studios, where RZA was produced, um, producing the remix. 
So, uh, I want to speed through because I don't want to spend my whole night going through all the every every inch of them. I want to get to where, because this is just talking about all the things she did. I want to get to where it won't let me get it. It's too fast and I can't pay attention to it. This is just basically breaking down all of her accolades and what she did and who she worked with and all of that good stuff. But I want to get to her and Mr. Reed. And I feel like that might, okay, here we go. All of this might be a problem because it's like, who cares about all of that? But anyway, so um, she, you know, again, the boy's mind, all of that, um, angel of mine, all right. So she worked with a lot of celebrities. We cleared that up. When Miss Dixon, um, Dixon initially started at Arista in 1996, she signed a five-year deal to join the A&R department, reported directly to Clive Davis, and worked closely with Arista general manager and executive um, vice president, Rory Lott. Um, her working relationship with Mr. Davis and Mr. Lott and the legal team and other A&R executives and over okay yeah 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 all right so she was working under um Clive Davis and um okay here we go because I'm trying to get to read and it's just so much before that all right in the role reporting to Mr. Dave uh, Mr. Davis Clive Davis first as a senior director of A&R and then later as the vice president of A&R Dixon also interacted with Mr. Reed. Here he go. Now he coming in the story. Um, whose Atlanta-based label, LaFace Records, was a joint venture with Arista. Yeah, he is. And I want to do, I want to go in on him real quick. But let's see what you say. <laughs> Wait, I got to get to all these comments. Uh, listen. I'm going to keep it G2. Court lawyers always make the plaintiff so perfect. Yeah, she, we know she had her shit with her, but and that don't mean she should be um, assaulted or harassed. Hey, Khalees had issues with Nas. All, everybody in the music industry has issues with each other. This is not new. You hear this all the time on the news. Wait. Um, organized noise. That was David Banner, the final exam in the tapping. Yeah, that organized noise was more than David Banner, baby. They had a whole basement situation going on. Serendipity. Yeah. Um, I know about organized noise. I didn't know that David Banner was rocking with them, though. You know I love Outkast like you love the world. Uh, you know I love the world. This is why this is for us, for real, for real. Um, wild coincidence. I'm just saying. Clive Davis. I want to do something with Clive. No, Clive Davis... I want to go into his story, too. I just assume Clive Davis don't like black women. No, Clive Davis like black men. When he wrote his book, he admitted to relationships with plenty of men. It's not women for him. It's men. But anyway, um, he said that himself. So that's not slander. No, no alleged. He said it. He wrote it. It's it's written in his book. But uh, let me get back to it. So, um, okay. So, <laughs> Okay, I'm trying because I didn't lost my place messing with Clive. Let me stay focused right now. I'm not reading comments for a minute. All right, so um, uh, uh, Asta. Okay, so um, in all of her interactions with Mr. Reed, their rapport was professional, creative, productive, and mutually respectful. 
just as it had been since the first time of meeting him at the Outcast Mastering Session in 1993. Uh, Mr. Reed often invited Miss Dixon to a mastering session for his artists so he could get her take on the new music. In all the years that Miss Dixon attended the mastering sessions with Mr. Reed while he was still running LaFace and while she was still reporting to Mr. Davis, Mr. Reed was professional and respectful. Oh, because don't nobody, even though Clive Davis, they didn't play with him because he an OG in the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, so while she was working with Clive, he wasn't going to fuck with her. Uh, Mr. Reed was, okay, so so. On one occasion, when Miss Dixon sat in for the mastering of the um, fan mail album by LaFace Records superstar artist TLC, Miss Dixon uh, um, argued strongly in favor of changing the first single to No Scrub. Shortly before she started reporting to Mr. Reed, he acknowledged Miss Dixon's role in helping him make the right choice. Further um, bolstering Miss Dixon's confidence that Mr. Reed's interest in working with her was based on respect for her um, exceptional air as an A&R executive and music producer. Okay, so where we at? Because we can't go over. I think we're going to have to come back to this on some real talk, but it was a lot here. So basically, um, all right. This is what we're going to have to get into. Okay, so I'm not getting ready to go into his accolades. You already know who L.A. Reid is, what he does. If you don't know, him and um, Babyface, that's why they got LaFace Records. Um, Whoa. Super pause, cat. No, I'm not pausing shit. These niggas get ready to get all this work. Say allegedly, don't be like Tasha. I'm not saying allegedly. See, Tasha Kate didn't have facts. Clive Davis wrote it in his book, so don't have to say allegedly for something that he stated. See how that worked? When it's not stated by the person, then you say allegedly. He stated it, so why would I say allegedly? I read the book. He wrote it in his book. I could pull the excerpt up. No, I'm not saying allegedly to that. He already said it himself. All right, so let's get to the first assault. Because this is a lot of document, and I I am going to revisit all of this. So the first one, um, sexual exploitation, and the power imbalance between women and men are, per, um, um, I told y'all are heavy in the culture of hip hop and the music industry. I told y'all. Don't listen to me though. Go work in the music industry as a woman, like, and you'll find out. Mr. Reed has historically leveraged his position as a gatekeeper in the industry that thrives on sexual exploitation of women trying to break into the entertainment and music business. Women in the industry are falsely um, promised opportunities and advancements by um, experienced and well-established powerful men in position to derail their careers, um, the careers of the women who reject their advances and report sexual assault. Um, almost immediately upon his arrival at Arista in 2000, in 2000 Reed began sexually, hara- um, sexually um, sexualizing and harassing Miss Dixon. Before he even officially started working 
Mr. Reed asked Mr. Dixon to join him and his new wife, Erica, with whom Miss Dixon had been friendly on uh, at various industry events to look at a new apartment for their move to um at, from Atlanta to New York. Miss Dixon felt it was an odd request, but thought perhaps he was just planning to use his home as an extension of his office, so she agreed. After Miss Dixon arrived with the realtor to look at the first apartment with the reeds, she realized that Reed's wife would not be joining at all. During the entire afternoon of showing Mr. Reed, um, you know, the showings, Mr. Reed made flirtatious comments. It was so pervasive that it caused the realtor to comment to Miss Dixon privately that he was left with the impression that Mr. Reed was in love with her. Um, yeah, man. So it's crazy. I'm gonna read this last thing, and then we're gonna get back into this because this this is interesting. Um, in January 2001, Arista held a company-wide retreat in Puerto Rico. Arista um, handled the traveling hotel fees associated with the trip, and everything um, originated in New York. Karen Kwok or Kwok. Um, the then VP and A&R administrator told Ms. Dixon at the last minute not to book her own flight because Ali Reed had invited a group of the same executives to join him on his private plane flying um, from the airport so that they could go over all of the presentations at last um, one last time before sharing new music with the entire company at the retreat. Miss Dixon was confused when she boarded the plane to find Ellie Reed all alone. Dang, he be setting it up. Um, he began flirting with her right away. She went to the bathroom on the plane and um, tried to buy some time waiting for another um, the other ex executives to arrive. Eventually, she came out the restroom and discovered that she was still alone in the cabin with Mr. Reed. Um, he asked her to sit next to him to go over materials for the presentation. And then he began playing with her hair, kissing her, and um, digi digitally penetrating her vulva without her consent. Um, Ms. Dixon spent the rest of the flight in a daze. Although executives were, um, were vice presidents and above were um, entitled to their own hotel rooms, Miss Dixon decided to share a room with her assistant to avoid any possibility that Ellie Reed might try to find another way to be alone with her during the retreat. Throughout their time in Puerto Rico, Miss Dixon stayed close to her assistant so that she would not be caught alone with Mr. Reed. At one point, Mr. Reed explained that Miss Dixon and his assistant um, and her assistant were attached at the hip, but Miss Dixon stuck to her strategy which worked while she was in Puerto Rico. Miss Dixon flew back from the retreat on a commercial flight. I would have to, girl. Yeah, I would have to. All right, so you said four minutes. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, I know I'm past the four minutes. I had to read AU, big pair, cat with the excerpts. I don't play. I wouldn't say nothing that's not true. He said that. That How do you think I know that Clive Davis is into men? Now, what men exactly? I don't know that. 
but I know that he he's openly bisexual. He said that. He said that. And he got a family. And he said that. In the book. He wrote it. It's in print. So, no, nah, no logic. He said it. Um, love no. Yeah, we're going to get to them in a minute, babes. Um, it's flew out, flewed out before the term flewed out existed. Exactly. And that's exactly what he did. But no. Um, I want to get back to this because I want to, the next time we talk, and I'm going to make sure that I find the time to get Jimmy Iveen in there too. But the next time we have these conversations, because we are, I said I'm, I'm keeping my, my freaking foot on their necks, not my knee. Not I'm putting my everything on their necks. They deserve this because they trifling. We're going to get into the second assault um, by Mr. Reed on Miss Dixon. It was a couple of them. Um, and then we're going to get to the ongoing harass, sexual harassment and career sabotage and why she why she saw it. And then the long-term impact, hopefully, we'll get to that. Maybe we'll get to that. I didn't even get a chance. This is so much. When I say, I'm going to show y'all. Hold on. When I say, y'all can't even see it. It's so much here on this docket. It's crazy. So I'm going to try to get to it um, as as much as I can. I'm going to try my best, but I ain't making no promises, honey. I ain't making no promises, but I will say this. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm not cool with the narrative that it's a money grab. Everything ain't about money. Sometimes in 75, like I said, if it was a money grab, it's L.A. Reed we talking about. You know that man got more than $75,000. This is to make sure that everybody knows what he did to her. $75,000, you think that she made that? And then some, did you hear about her career and what she's done? The, the accolades that she, you know what I mean? Like, she went to Stanford, for goodness sakes. You think that girl can't make $75,000? This is not about the money. This is absolutely not about the money. Um, man, yeah, no, nah, this is not about money. Um, yeah, it's definitely not. Let this be your Wyatt Wednesday. Ugh, it's looking like it. <laughs> it's looking like it till you close it out. Yeah, I, it's looking like I, I think that's what I got to do. I just got to keep calling these freaking fools out until they stop doing what they did. And I'm not, I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. And it, and it helps me, honestly. I'm going to be honest with you because, again, I got my own issues. But just to see that they like, fuck it. I get to get you back in some kind of way. I love it. Power to the girls. I love it. So if you got to see what motherfuckers sue their asses, that's what they get. It's very therapeutic, actually, Doc. Um, so if you got to fucking... Sue their asses, sue, sue their asses. I can't sue the person who did what they did to me because that nigga ain't got no money anyway. But these motherfucking girls right here, they can get these, yeah, get them, get them. I'm all for it. I am black girl power. I don't care what nobody say. And I believe it. Even down to the, um, everything with Puffy, I believe. It's too much, it's too much to not believe. It's too much to not believe, and it's too much that we, as a people, have witnessed to not believe. So I believe all of that shit. L.A. Reid, on the other hand, we got to get into this case a little bit, and I'll see if I believe it. Jimmy Iovine, I could see it. I just think they it's a lot of evil spirits flying around in the industry. 
It's a lot of evil, bad jujus. Um, so, yeah. I, I feel like it's my duty as a woman and a woman with a platform to not only just speak on it, but give you facts. Give you something that's solid and that's real and that's not no bullshit. I'm giving you court documents. I'm reading from court documents. I'm not just telling you what I think. No, I'm telling you what they what what's in the court documents. So I feel like, yeah, I'm 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 on morning heads. Um, I respect your decision. I'm listening. Thank you, baby. I appreciate you for that. That's real. Like somebody got I know a lot of people talking about it, but I'm gonna talk about it from the perspective of a victim. And I'm going to read, and uh, from the perspective of a person who was like, I was very much in, in, entrapped into this industry. So yeah, I'm going to talk about it. They need to be talked about. You're going to save the industry from bad juju. I can't save nobody. That's the whole key. I can't save a motherfucking thing. But what I can do, <laughs> Hi, welcome. Welcome, welcome, Mouse. MP5, they going to jail. No, they not going to jail. This is a civil case. It's too late for them to go to jail. Had the ladies had went and reported this shit when it first happened, maybe, but probably not. You know why they ain't going to jail? They're not going to jail because they're very powerful fucking men. They're not going to jail. But these ladies are bringing the light. They're shedding light. Oh, they're letting it be known. All right. And I'm all for it. If I can't get you that way, I'm going to get you another way. He, like I said, they lucky. They lucky. These girls were scared. Because what happens if they would have stabbed and the girls would be in prison? You see what I'm saying? Nope. They doing it the right way. Remember that love. I'm going to get to the love notes, but I ain't going to bypass my people. We just got a new a new visitor who just said they going to jail. I got to address that. They going to jail. <laughs> They not going to jail though. Nah, but they is get ready to hit them pockets, baby. And I like it. So let me get to the love notes. Um, I have to get to the love notes because, because, because I know it's cutting close in this time, but I'm gonna get I had to get all that shit off my chest. Sorry. Um, the love notes. How we came to the love notes. I used to call it love. Doc used to call it um show notes because I used to come with a big stack of papers, kept calling off all the countries that show me love. And then I went digital. And so we had to upgrade. And we came to the compromise. And we call it Love Notes. And that's how that came to be. I just wanted to tell that short story for the new people in the building. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. But let's get to the Love Notes. Because it's time. I got to show love to all of my people. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, but shout out to my top six. The United States. The United Kingdom. India. France. Canada. And Belgium, specifically Brussels. I love you, babies. Thank you. Love you. Um, Russia. Uh, wait, because I got to slow down. Russia, Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Germany, Mexico, Austria, Philippines, and Kenya. Hi, babies. Thank you for the love. Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands. Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, and Nepal. I love you all. I do, I do, I do, I do. Thank you, babies. Um, Moretas, Israel, Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, baby, the Czech Republic, Portugal, 
in Morocco. Oh, I love you. Thank you for the love. I appreciate you. And if you don't know, all of these people um, are my listening audience. They download this podcast. They are loyal. They are faithful. And the love is always there for them. Um, for real, for real. Like, really. And um, um, listen, Canada, Germany said they coming back for their spot. They not playing with you. And both of y'all need to be aware that Spain is in the running too, but whatever. Whatever, boo. Uh, <laughs> I ain't never scared. Oh, sorry. I went bone crushing with y'all real quick. <laughs> um, We worldwide cat ain't never scared. I'm not. I'm going to talk about it. Fuck it. Big shout out to my DJ. I see that too. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, Doc said follow and hit the like button. Please do. We appreciate all the love and um, stuff like that. But let me say these things real quick. If you want to come on the show, you have a suggestion, um, you're looking for sponsorship, sponsorship situations, you're looking for advertisement situations, you just want to say hi, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. I need to put it on the screen. Um, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Know that when I do play music videos, I have permission, which tomorrow we have Thorough Thursday. We're going to get into it. We got some music videos we got to play. Um, you can always call and leave a comment, shoot me a text. Um, ask me to drop the link. Just be on your best behavior because I don't need none of that extra stuff going on around here. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every subscription. We appreciate it. We do, we do, we do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. If you would like to donate, you can. I don't like saying it anymore because it's on the screen the whole freaking show so why should i have to say it like why why would i um it's there it's right there cash at me uh join our coffee community um we're trying to build that up coffee.com ambitiously ent baby anything with me is ambitiously ent um big shout out to our dj make sure you turn on on fire friday because he's working he actually He's working on the mix as we speak because he hit me this morning and told me, you know, he putting it together. He'll have it to me by tomorrow. So I'm waiting on that, expecting that. So, um, and he always delivers. So I'm not mad at him. We got a fire mix coming. It's going to be some heat. And always remember to let me know how y'all feel about the mix on, uh, on for Fire Fridays. We love a good Fire Friday. We love a little, a little gut in this. Unfortunately, that industry is involved in this bullshit, but whatever. Um, yeah, I think I am going to start covering more of these type of things because I think that might be a lane for me. Um, so wait, 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 wait. Um, yeah, Cat ain't never scared. Uh, top flight, catch the vibes and hear the rest of the story on Wired Wednesday. I think I think that's what it is, boo. I think that's what it is. Um, follow and hit the like button. Please do. Salute to um, DJ Ruth Casey. Yeah, I got the dope. I got the dope ass DJ. Go DJ. That's my DJ. I'm so y'all know I got break, break into that. Thorough Thursday is tomorrow. It is. It is. It is. Fire Friday is Friday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we got some things going on. And without further ado, hold on, baby, because you know we can't do that without doing this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, you big perk. Got to throw that up in there. And hey, you big perk. A, A, you big per. And then make sure next Tuesday, 
Yeah, thank you. I like how you just be segueing and stuff. Make sure next Tuesday we won't have a tap in, unfortunately, because I had to work around the schedule. Um, make sure you turn in for the smoke break next Tuesday. We will have Bomb Baltimore on my back. Not my back, his back, but Baltimore on my back on the show. Um, this is the second time on the show, so we're gonna catch up with him and see what he got going on. Uh, and make so so make sure hit the notification bell so you can be privy to when that's happening. You feel me? But um, we got some things going on, baby. We got some things going on around here. I am looking to um, like I said, um, do another panel. I don't like to call what we do a panel, Doc. I like to call that just, you know, kicking the shit. And technically, you kind of like a co-host now. But, yeah. So, yeah, we got some things going on. All right, some things I got to get to, though, before we get out of here. Because I'm already getting ready to be over. Yeah, <laughs> you about right. That's about right. I'm already about to be over my time. Um, But I was going to get through that first section. So, we was going to talk about that. So, we'll finish it next Wednesday. We gotta get into that. Um, or maybe I'll, I don't know. I'll think about it. Anyway, first things first. Mind your business, except for meeting Mondays, where I oh, where I tell everybody's business, because I'm nosy. Um, and we be on these gab beat streets getting all the all the gab, baby, all the gab on the media Monday. Or come on on the tap in Tuesday where you'll get educated about hip hop and some more stuff. Because we do enlighten. I feel like we enlightened that. Um, and then sometimes some tea, some gab spills out during that too. And then, as you can see on Wet and Wild Wednesdays, I give it to y'all because I'm telling all the business. I'm going. I'm in court documents on a Wet and Wild Wednesday, so that's what we're doing. Um, so yeah. Um, but other than that, mind your business because everybody's business is not your business. Love your babies, hug your babies, and encourage your babies. They need that. You are the first line of defense, encouragement, love, and nurturing. You are. So make sure you tell them that they are the greatest of all times. That's why the that's why the gold is on the screen right now. That's why it's right there. Because we need you to tell them babies that they are the greatest of all times. Who else gonna tell them? Shit. Um, if they want to work for NASCAR, then tell them to be the best NASCAR driver, pit boss, freaking commentator or whatever the hell else they do over there in NASCAR. I don't know. I never worked there. I don't even watch NASCAR, period. But I know that if they want to work there, you should encourage them. You should encourage them. If they want to work for NASA, then tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, receptionist, janitor, secretary, or whatever the hell else they do over there in NASA. Well, it's definitely involved with space, but whatever the hell else they do over there in NASA. I ain't never worked there either. But the point is this. Encourage them to be great. The GOAT, the greatest of all times. They need that. And then when you do that, they come back with great grades. They are happier. They have a happier disposition. It's just so much that you could do as a parent to make sure they have a great, you know, everything is great. And then encouraging them to be great. Um, so that's that. Stay in your lane. Because, baby, I keep telling y'all, y'all don't want this girl I'm about to play right now because she a little bit on the evil side. She real petty. She real savage. She a lot of things, and it's a lot of things that you're not going to like. But when you jump in my lane, you get her. You don't want her. She's not nice. I keep telling y'all that. She is an evil, evil motherfucker. You don't want her. You want her. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly and all that good stuff. Or at least her. Hey, you big perk. 
A-U Big Purr. Because baby, when Kat is purring, Kat is a happy, 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 happy girl. A-U Big big Purr. Big Purr. But uh, yeah, stay in your lane. Because what usually happens when you jump in other people's lanes is a collision. And who the fuck needs that? Nobody. So stay in your lane. I don't want that for you. And you shouldn't want that for you either. So just stay in your lane. And last but not least, Pick and choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not a battle that you should be out here fighting. Mob Deep tell y'all all the time, it's a war going on outside and no man, no man is safe from it. So just worry about the war and then don't worry about the little small bullshit minute battles. You feel me? Fight the war. Oh, man. It was so much to go through this freaking um, L.A. Reed situation. Um... I don't know. I might have got a little triggered a little bit, but um, I'm all right. I'm good. I can handle this. It's nothing. It's light work. Um, but we will continue on with this on the next Wet and Wyatt Wednesday because I feel like we need to just pull the veil off of all of these motherfuckers. Um, but with that being said, babies, I got to get up out of here. I got mommy stuff to do, like get my kid ready for school tomorrow and stuff because this is really, that's my life. I'm a mom. Uh, and y'all be safe out here. Stay out of trouble. Um, Don't be out here getting into stuff we don't have no business getting into. I love y'all. Be safe. Have a good night. Bye. Hold on. Not yet. I'm, I'm getting it. Bye. <laughs>